Missed any of our weekend's O&M Live coverage? Search O&M Live wherever you get your podcast from and never miss a second of the action. Yeah, oh, I he's got him. There's the handshake, Gussie. It's the official handshake. The that's handshake. how you know you've got it. The Anytime Fitness player of the day, John O'Spinner, or Spoons is the ball. He's calling him and he's with Monty yeah. Battery signed for Anytime Fitness. Yeah, boys, Anytime Fitness player though. Spoons, mate, really good win by you boys. Really sloppy first quarter, but you, after that, you, your last three quarters were really good. Yeah, no, we've been concentrating on really fast starts, I suppose, so it was good to start well and... Ford's actually kicked straight for once, so helped our backs out a lot. Although it felt like the ball's in our back line a lot, but we just managed to kick straight, which is nice. That's it, mate. And yourself played on uh, Riley Sharp, who, you know, he does kick goals, but you're able to keep him pretty well quiet today. And, you know, a massive job for you. And the back six in it as a whole really played their job really well because the inside 50 count probably went their way just, and uh, you guys were able to repel them every time they come in. Yeah, absolutely. It's sort of nice to play on players, just have a simple role. Um, keeps things simple for me and the boys around really help a lot like Jacko and Butsy flying for the marks and Nico Brennan back in the side going really well and Yatey had a great first game today so yeah love being part of the back six which is good that's good mate well I'll let you get in there because the boys are rushing off on you but go and enjoy it Spoons thanks Scotty go in, mate Scott Four points in the bank for the Lavender Panthers. Yeah, absolutely, man. Snyder's just talking off air, mate. That first 30 minutes was a bit rough and a bit, yeah, not something you'll want to watch back. But after the quarter time, your boys really got the flow on and, and were able to kick away, especially the first three minutes of that second quarter. Yeah, it wasn't pretty, was it? Like I said, we wouldn't get that 30 minutes back in our life. But but that's footy too. Sometimes it's, it's scrappy. And the conditions were a lot harder than it actually looked, to be honest. It was very slippery underfoot. Um, but yeah, no, we, we changed a few things in our ball movement, I felt, in the second quarter. We wanted to go a bit longer and deeper into our tall guys and we'll score off the back. We were just trying to be a little bit too cute in the conditions and didn't pay off. So, no, nah, pleasing result after that. Yeah, and it looked like you opened up that forward line a little bit more, especially in the second quarter, and were able to find some good holes and some good leaning lanes for your keys down there. Yeah, I think so. I think it generally happens in footy. It's always sort of early on, it's sort of hard to do that kind of thing. But I thought we probably turned over, we, we turned turned the ball over on them a bit and attacked off the back of it, which gives you some space. And, and Shawnee Driscoll, he was outstanding today with his, some of his work rate. I'd, I'd love to see how far he would have ran. I don't think he ran that far this year. So um, he was outstanding for us and got on the end of it. And when you do have that space, it makes footy a lot easier as a forward. And your back six, mate, today is led by Spoons, uh, Butsy and probably Jack Harlan were absolutely fantastic. We were able to cut off and take a lot of inset marks and, and really set up your drive from there. Yeah, definitely. I thought Spoons on Sharp. We rate Sharp really highly. He's probably their number one player. Did a really good job on him. And, and look, they are a young team. We're aware of that. But we still respect them and, and like they go about it. They can have some good patches. And I just wanted us to play four quarters of footy today. And I think probably for the first time this year, we, we probably did. And we'll just head upstairs for a couple of questions from the boys, mate. Schneider, it's Gus. Congratulations on the win. Really liked the game of Luke Garland as he came back into the senior side today. Did a lot of hard work up and down between the arcs and really set the, your football side going up really nicely inside forward 50. Yeah, he did. He, um, we, he spoke about putting him forward. He played forward a little bit for us over the last few weeks and been damaging and I couldn't quite see it, to be honest, as a coach, but I didn't think it would suit him. But um, now where he's at in his career, I think it's perfect. He works really hard, um, and he's just a smart footballer. But he did break a record today in his speed, I reckon. I think there was a free kick in the goal square <laughs> down the field, and I have not seen him run that fast. But he got there anyway. Monty did mention it's still not enough to make him smile, getting a free kick that deep <laughs> yeah. uh, into attack. Hey, tell us about the... Um 
what the camaraderie and what the vibe's been like at the football club the last couple of weeks, Schneider. A, a tough, agonising one-point loss to the Tigers. A bye. You come in today, ugly footy, get the four points into another bye. How are you actually handling it as a football club? Because it is such a roller coaster you guys are embarking on. Yeah, it's, it's terrible, to be honest. We, we don't like it, but it is what it is. So we just got that mindset. It is what it is. Um, players want to play, not train. So I've been wary of that. I want to make sure we've got a good balance. And, you know, we went to a basketball court the other week and we had a bye and played some games, had a bit of fun. I'll probably do that again this week. We'll go to a pool or something different just to keep us together. But just also know it ends up being a long, long year and can drag out. So... You just want to make sure the vibe's up and about, which it has been. And it's one thing I've noticed since I've been here, we, we haven't lacked that. And and I look around the ground now, there's a lot of people here now still, which is great. We've got the Oz kickers running around. So we're in a good spot at the moment. And yeah, we've had a few you know losses, but I don't think any of our fans or supporters have questioned our effort or the way we've gone about it, um, which is pleasing. So uh, we just want to keep, keep building on that. And... We've got belief still, that's for sure, because the season's only halfway through it. So um, footy's a funny thing if you watch it as well, the way it's going at the moment. And you look at the Wodongas and, and Rovers who are sort of up and down a little bit. But that's, my belief's probably got a bit to do with all the buys too. I think it's hard to teams to get consistency coming on and off buys all the time. Schneids, uh, Brad Freaky, congratulations on the win. I just want to touch on Joe Hansen, and he's, I thought his game today was really, really good for you guys. H- how's his year been? Obviously, he might have had a slow start coming into a new club and a new, I guess, game style after uh, after what happened with Corowa. How do you think he's settled in, and how do you see his last couple of weeks? Because he looks like he's really starting to pick up. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think he, he, he'd be first to admit too. He's... He had a higher expectations on himself, and it's great. And he's, he has been disappointed with his start. I thought the last couple of weeks he's let himself go a little bit, which has been great. And I thought today was probably another step forward. Um, he's, he's got some talent, Joe, and he's got some um, some good attributes where he can play in the, you know, as a backman, but also as a wingman and and float around. So I thought he's he's building on it. And yes, it's not easy changing clubs and you know playing in one club circumstances they went through. So um, yeah, I think he's just finding his feet, mate. And I reckon the last few weeks have been pleasing. Yeah, g'day, Adzi. Luke here. I thought when you guys won possession or kicked out from fullback today, you were really nicely spaced. You really had a good offensive spread, and it helped you move the ball better. Would that be a, an yeah, accurate opposite? Yeah. Yeah. No, we try to to make sure we open it up a little bit, and we don't want to crowd it because we got we get Jake O to go down. Jake O'Brien, sorry, and he's one of the best click kicks at the club by a long way. He just he finds gaps that people shouldn't find. So he's, we want to use that to your to best ability because there's not many times in footy you, you actually get set plays. So why not use your best players when you can? And um, he sort of pulls them apart really well. And once you start doing that, it's, it's pretty hard to defend. Tim Hanna's starting to become a, a regular goal kicker for the Panthers, Schneider. You know, a resting forward role or now what's appearing to be more of a 50-50 between full forward and ruck? Yeah, we've, we've done 50-50 most of the year. Um, but... I've probably started him in the ruck most games, but I wanted Jack to get going today, so I put him in the ruck, and then we put Tim at full forward, and he's just such a big body sort of guy. He's hard to move. So, um, yeah, he's, he's very valuable for us down there, that's for sure. And last one for me before we let you go, mate, of course, Clary copped a, a pretty nasty one in the eye, Miles Elbers. How's Clary, and what's the, uh, what's the damage with him? Yeah, no, just, just a typical poke in the eye. It actually looks pretty, pretty gruesome, actually, but I think you'll be fine. Um, he just couldn't see, and it, it had a massive cut. You know, his eye, his eyelid, mm-hmm. um, and a bit of a red eye. And he just said, "I've oh, made, I can't see." I said, "Well, all good. Just rest him up, and um, he should be fine, though." Two weeks. We'll see you in a fortnight, Schneider. Congratulations on the win. All right, gents. Thanks, guys. Adam Thanks, Schneider Sam. joining Scott Montgomery Boundary side for the.
Scott Montgomery for the Newmarket Hotel is with the Myrtleford Alpine Saints coach, Craig Miller. Craig, mate, bad luck today. First quarter was you know, a scrappy game. You, you were able to get it on your terms a little bit and you were able to get the footy inside 50 a fair bit during the game but just weren't able to convert on the scoreboard. Yeah, that's a fair assessment, mate. I thought our first sort of 12 or 13 minutes of the first quarter were really good. We couldn't score, though, and, and that's full credit to Lavi. I mean, they defended us really well there, but I felt like we had the better part of that first quarter and um, they were just able to kick a couple of goals in that first quarter. I think we kicked three or four points. Um, and we, we just couldn't make the most of it. And unfortunately, we just couldn't wrestle any momentum back. We could do it for small periods of time, but um, full credit to Snides and his team. They're just too good. Yeah, and listen to you at quarter time, mate. You were really big on really wanting to be right in the game at their first three minutes. They kicked three from the centre clearances. Probably really put you on the back foot, and it was hard to come back from that one. Yeah, and we spoke about it pretty heavily at half time, and um, just felt that we were second to the ball. They were first, um, too reactionary. Um, and that was disappointing. So to go in half-time, and we might have been 30 or 40 points down, and um, they deserved to be in front, though, at that point of the, point of the game. Um, we just couldn't wrestle anything back. We tried some structural changes in the second half, um, but once again, we couldn't get, couldn't get it on our terms. Lockie Gulligan, mate, was obviously one of those uh, structural changes we haven't really seen too much. He's normally been as a half-forward, but he did a really good job for you. As we let Funky just clear his throat, boys, he just had a bit of a coughing fit. So should have gave him Schneider's we'll, beer. <laughs> yeah, we should have got your Schneider's beer, mate. He was having one while we were talking. But yeah, Lockie Hooligan, mate, obviously a different uh, role for him today. Down back, something we haven't seen too much of in the O and M live team, but obviously a role he might look at going forward. Oh, Hoos has played m- most of the year down there. Um, so we, what we had to do today was we we weren't getting any run, any drive, and um, that was really important for us. So we had to get Hoos up there. He does use the ball pretty well for us. Gives us plenty of run. Um, but I thought today um, Forrest has been good for us all year. Uh, Driscoll's a really good player. Um, he's so team-oriented, though, that he, he'll leave his man and go and help the team in another area. And unfortunately, Driscoll's sitting over the back and took a couple of marks so on some smaller defenders because he left. But, um, no, we, we've got to find more blokes like that. Uh, we know where we're at. Um, we've sort of reset the second half of the year. And to start off that way today with a sort of almost like a clean slate for us, the way we've sort of chunked the year was disappointing. And obviously, young debutant Toby Cosser in the ruck, mate. You've got to be really happy with his effort against one of the you know, one of the better one-twos with Driscoll and Hannah in the ruck. He, he battled really hard and looked really sore towards the end of it. Oh, no, he's, he's, a, he's a good kid for us. Um, he's a basketballer, we know that. Um, he's, he hasn't had a big footy sort of background, but... Um, Geez, I tell you, is his positivity is infectious. He has a genuine crack. He's physical. All the stuff you want in an old school ruckman. Uh, he's working on his craft around the ground. I think he took a couple of marks today. So no, he, he was really positive for us. We don't know how often we're going to have him with the bushies and their rotation of their 19-year-olds because he's in that program, but and which has been great for him and his development. So uh, we'll work with them on it. But, yeah, I was really pleased with him today. And same with Jai Gribben. I mean, uh, he played the last sort of seven or eight minutes in the ruck for us after rotating early in the last quarter. And, you know, he's a guy that's coming out of thirds program. He's played two or three years in the resis, just waiting for an opportunity. First at training, last one to leave. So positive on his footy. And for him to get his debut game today with, with um, Toby was, was pleasing and they deserved it. And unfortunately, we just couldn't get the result we wanted for him. And we'll just try to for a couple of questions from the boys, mate. Funky, it's Gus. Thanks for joining us on O&M Live, mate. I thought Elijah Wales really wound back the clock today and played some... Really good footy. We weren't taking his stats based off probably the season he's had so far, but I thought prior to him coming off the ground with a hamstring injury, he was easily one of your best players. Yeah, it has been for the last five or six weeks, Gus. Um, 
he's been instrumental in, in us sort of being competitive in most parts of our game and uh, his run and drive and his ball use has been a real feature for us. So we're going to miss him. I don't know how bad it is, but uh, he's had some issues with his hammies before. So fingers crossed only two or three weeks, but uh, we'll just have to wait and see. What's the missing piece of the puzzle with Kyle Winter Irving and Riley Sharp clicking as a, as a twin tower duo in the forward line? They just seem to be so close to getting it to, to click into gear for him. Yeah, I mean, it's it's probably some role stuff. I mean, if, if you knew a lot of um, sort of Kyle's background, he's never really been that big key focal point up forward. He's always played as a third forward, uh, and he's also played a bit in ruck and, and a bit of midfield stuff. So he he's playing a different role. It's a bit foreign to him sort of being, you know, one of only two sort of key defenders. And then we're, we're trying a few things with his smaller forward line to give us some different looks. But... Um, you know, we, unfortunately, we're just not getting some positional stuff right uh, in quarter. Uh, we're not getting to the fall of those two boys at, ki- at critical times, and, and that's why we're not able to score when we're going inside. So well, I think we're aware of what's going on. It was just trying to find find a remedy to fix it um, because we can see it unfold. And the boys too, I mean, we're training it hard. Um, but when, you, when, you, you know, when you've played five or six O&M games, it's a good comp. Uh, it's going to take you some time to learn and understand your role in the team. And um, unfortunately, we're just going to have to be patient with that at the moment. It's not an excuse. That's just the reality. One of your key avenues to goal this year has been Simon Curtis in a new role that he's playing at Myrtleford. Simon was named on Thursday night and didn't take the field today. What's the latest of Simo? Yeah, he just rolled his ankle, so he'll be fine next week, but um, just wasn't worth the risk. He's too important to us. He's a very experienced player, and we would have loved him out there today. There's no two ways about it. And we were going to roll the dice on it, but I... You know, knowing our luck at the moment with rolling Doss on a few things, we end up um, compounding the matters worse and ends up turning into a three or four week injury. So, um, well, we just, it was a, a side of caution today, but he'll be right to play next week. Craig, Brad Freak here, commiserations on the loss. I just want to talk about Jake Sharp. Obviously, we all know the, the horror injury runs he's had over the, the last few years, but you must be so happy to be able to get him back in the side. And I thought his second half in particular today it was really strong for you guys. Yeah, and he's been in bed for the last two days. So, um, well, he was another one sort of I was looking at bringing, making three changes this morning, but um, fortunately we didn't have to because he's, he is an important player for us. He's, um, he's so popular and well-liked around our community. Um, he's so um, popular with our own playing, you know, with our playing ranks, and he's got great leadership skills. So um, he brings a lot to the table. Yes, okay, physically he's not able to do what he once was able to do, um, but geez, his leadership and his ball use is a real feature, and um, we've just got to nurse the, the old fella. Yeah, good day, Craig. Luke here. Craig, uh, Josh Maraca, uh, whilst he didn't get a, a stack of the ball today, when he, when he did get it, he can do some classy things and, and is one that's going to be a real player for you guys. Yeah, no, he's a good young player. Um, and I think that the key with him is just getting more consistency in his game. But, but that's his second game back after a long stint through that, um, through that suspension. He had a game in Melbourne um, last week just to sort of get, to blow the cobwebs out and he was a lot better for the run today so I'm sure that over the next seven games he'll he'll continue to build and set up a pre-season and you know he had a really good pre-season um, and we spoke about what it's going to take for him to turn into a really good Ovens and Murray midfielder and he knows where he's at his forward craft is really good he's about the only one who uses his body really well and gets to good spots um, and we're starting to work on his midfield stuff so a lot of growth and development still in him but he's, he's starting to find his way. Yeah. Funky, we were talking on pre-game about the state of Lavington Sports Ground today and how it's a little bit heavier than what we're expecting and what we're used to here at Lavington. But when you compare it to the McNamara Reserve when half of the wing was underwater when you got to training during the week, 
it must be a really tough thing to navigate and, and work your way through as a senior coach when, you, when your training deck and your home ground looks a lot like a swimming pool. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was a little bit surprising, actually, when we got here today. I mean, I think the far side of the ground, um, the non-broadcast side, was was pretty good, actually. It was really good. Um, but this uh, this side underneath the grandstand was, was extremely heavy. But, yeah, we've had some challenges at McNamara. But, I mean, we, we've got a, a ground that's managed by volunteers, and they do an exceptional job to, to have a park available for us to play on. And we're working closely with council and the subcommittee there to try and improve the, the drainage and a, and a few other sort of surface things there that we need to. But, yeah, it does make it difficult when you're trying Training indoors, um, but but you know also we've got a climate where we've got to adjust and do that, and um, we're we're going to look in our program in the back half of the season to try and keep our players stimulated. Numbers have been good at training. We're sort of Thursdays around that 45 to 48 players, and then um, sort of Monday or Tuesday nights when we're training, we're still getting sort of mid to high 30s. So our, our motivation and drive from our playing group and, and eagerness to get better is still there, and we've just as a coaching group just got to keep stimulating them in different ways to make sure that we maintain it and we keep growing. You welcome Albury to the McNamara Reserve in seven days' time. What's the build-up look like uh, as you take on one of the Premiership fancies? Yeah, they're a good side. Um, we learned a lot out of playing them last time. I was really proud of the way that we fought that game out after they kicked six goals, six or seven goals to one in the second quarter and blew it open at, at half-time. But um, I remember that vividly, and they kicked four in the first six minutes of the last quarter, and then we, I think we outscored them in the last quarter. So we, we know what we're up against. They're a quality side. Uh, we've got a young emerging team and still got a lot of growth and a lot of things to get right, but uh, we'll take it up to them like we do any other team and we'll leave no stone unturned in our preparation this week. Appreciate you joining us, Craig. Safe travels back to Myrtleford. Thanks, boys. Craig Thanks, Miller, Craig. Senior Coach of the Alpine Saints, joining us here. On-